Hey, welcome back to the Rick and Daft podcast. I'm Daft. And I'm Rick. And as always, we are here unscripted and raw. We are so unscripted and raw, Daft, that we spent 26 minutes talking before we actually did the podcast. We've been yeah. podcasting on our own without yeah. recording for 26 minutes. Oh, it's been a long time since we've uh, talked to the sexy listeners. Much, it has been. Much has happened. All yeah. of it terrible. Yeah. Um, just like tr- go back, please go back. <laughs> truly bad. Um, hence why we have not released uh, many new episodes at all. Uh, uh, we both work in hospitals. It has been a weird time, to say the least. Um, and there's been a lot of other stuff going on that we are really not qualified to talk about. So I think what we're going to do is just uh, try and talk about some different stuff. To some things that I am quite an expert on. Very qualified to talk about and hopefully much more um, fun. Yeah, I'm going to drop some knowledge on you. And enjoyable. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, I know what's happening here. Um, this is an, uh, this is going to be a very raw episode. Uh, we have one topic, and then uh, and then a segue potentially, just depending on what happens. We'll we'll see if we get to it. It's so hard to tell how long these things will take. Hmm. Um. Yeah. It's hard to know. Sometimes you just get stuck on a topic, and you just can't get over it. You can't get yeah. it out. All right. Um. Go ahead and introduce us to the topic, Daffs. We are going to be talking about toilets oh. and the toilet paper? amazing no to- toilets themselves. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> there's no toilet paper left. We were all, it's all gone. Our, our national geographics doesn't that we that, had for the last 50 years. By the way, doesn't that sound like um, like the 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 like toilet paper shortage? Doesn't that sound like three years ago? Like, yeah, like. Time is being measured so differently these last four months or however long it is even. Like, that seems like an eternity ago. <laughs> and it's so funny that, like, that was the thing everyone was so worried about. That, Like, yeah. oh, man, I need toilet paper. Yeah. Not like we all might die or, like, or anything. <laughs> like, we'll all be looking back on the quaint times of when there was no toilet paper. The Charmin Wars that weren't. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, Business Wars did a entire like podcast on the history of toilet paper and how it used to have like like chunks of wood. <laughs> Jeez! Like when they were first making it. Like I mean, like by first making it, I mean like a hundred years ago. Yeah. So like people wouldn't even use it; they'd use like newspaper and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like then once somebody I can't remember who it was figured out how to get. Which by the way, did you know Coke owns one of the toilet paper companies? That doesn't surprise me at all. So anyways, uh, they figured out how to do that. And then like people were like, hey, toilet paper, this stuff is great. But it wasn't until like very recent like history, considering mm. where humanity has gone. What's what, what makes perfect sense once you think about it this way is that um, Coke and Pepsi, a lot of these big companies, they own things that are sold in the same location as their other other products. So that's why Coke owns and makes like uh, salad dressing and makes toilet paper and makes, you know, owns parts of Heinz and ketchup and all these other weird things and whatnot. Because like it doesn't matter where they manufacture it. They're all going sent to the same place so they can 
save money on their distribution network. Right. It's like how all meat is made in the same like five factories, which is really yep. messed up. It's also yep. why we all get infected with terrible like uh, illness if like one mm-hmm. thing happens somewhere. So uh, that's probably a bad idea. Maybe we should not do that. Yeah, uh, but like, should... oh no, Romaine has E. coli on it. Well, only in Nevada. Oh, you sweet summer child. If it's in Nevada, <laughs> it's everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> well, I mean, speaking of things that'll send you to the bathroom, Defs. Exactly. E. coli, bathroom, back on topic. Kevin Bacon. Um, Kevin Bacon. So... Kevin Bacon, spoiled meat, toilets. <laughs> it all comes right back. <laughs> I can do with anything. Give me something else. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Um, I'm so the serious. End... Give me another challenge. <laughs> Uh, we're going to go, uh, beach towels, beach towels, drinking seawater, diarrhea, (laughs) pretty close (laughs) toilet. So, yeah. So the idea was, is that people nowadays are spending a lot of time in the toilet and it's not because things are taking longer. It's because they have more distractions that keep them in there. For instance, scrolling on the phone. Mm -hmm. So public bathrooms as gross as it is i think people would be like taking extra time in public bathroom because i get your own bathroom you'd stir on germs and you know it's comfy um but a public bathroom kind of gross but people will be in there for a super long time so you end up getting lines for the bathroom and i'm like i know you're just sitting on there on twitter or whatever just like it's come on so the thought was what if you had a toilet that would shock you at the five minute mark. That's as long as you get, man. If it takes more than five minutes, you got to come back and, and finish later. You know, it's just, you know, finish up. And finish so then we were talking, we're, we're, you know, that's why we have abs. You know, you just you use your muscles um, to get up. Off exactly. Exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the idea that like after five minutes, the toilet would just shock you um and then <laughs> the toilet mom. so wait wait so the toilet shocks you so yeah, you're sitting seat. on the toilet it and it just sho- but there's water in the toilet yeah but the seat isn't in the water and the seat was what's yeah, touching but, you it would but, shock your ass yeah but what if you're what if you were wet what if like you were in the like what like let's say you got out of the bath or like whatever like the shower or you just come from like you're at the public pool uh, yeah well that, that was the brakes <laughs> like wouldn't an electric current just go through the entirety like like weave through the the water molecules and shock everyone quite possible <laughs> quite would it, how low how high a voltage would it be enough that you would definitely feel your cheeks tense and you'd be oh god what? not enough to kill you or stop your pacemaker <laughs> oh no yeah this is a lawsuit waiting to happen deaths well which is why we moved on to some other things. By the way, Molly said five minutes was way too long. And I was like, like always too long or usually too long. I feel like five minutes does not seem like forever to me. No, I agree. Um, I feel like, see, I've thought about this. Why don't like maybe since I'm about solution staffs, what mm-hmm. if we just made like a row of like, see what I think what people really want is just a reason to be alone in a small room mm-hmm. to look at their phone. So we just need to make like a, like, um, we'll call it a real restroom where you just go in and there's just lines of stalls 
with just like nothing in them except for like like, booths yeah just like a chair is like in there (laughs) not attached to anything but you have to pay to be able to go in well, so that kind of that kind of brings us to the the, the next part of it because uh, oh by the way Molly's suggestion was three minutes which I was like whoa that's that's a big jump down for five minutes but okay um, uh, she had said well what if it sprays you um, oh I said that I said you, that? Yeah, yeah I was like well here's what you do this is the non lethal not violent is you just turn a you have a bidet on that just turns on and just sprays you. Mm. Which, if you're used to a bidet, it's not the worst thing in the world. Um, uh, but, but it's definitely it startling. But it won't turn off. Oh, yeah, well, uh, that's a problem. Actually, <laughs> you need to stand up, and that stream's going somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the idea is that is that if you needed more time or you wanted more time, mm-hmm. you would pay for it, right? Uh-huh. You'd have a little, like, card scanner or something next to there, or you would, you know, touch your phone to it, and it would do one of those auto-pay things. And it would give you another minute, five bucks for an extra minute. Um some people wouldn't care about the spraying or the shocking. They'd like hover or whatnot. So then my idea was, what if it's the door that opens? Oh, so no. it's, the, it's the door to the public bathroom that opens and your stall is just like exposed. Because privacy is usually something that you will pay for. <laughs> Nobody's going to go to whatever place has these uh, restrooms installed. I mean... They're going to be called Peeping Johns instead of <laughs> Peeping Doms. Nobody's going to want to go there. It's disgusting. There, uh, There is a, a restaurant. I think it's... What about the people that have, um, that have like, uh, bowel issues? Like, they have, like, colitis or, or yeah. um, like, Crohn's. Uh, Crohn's. See, like, those people are going to be very upset with your plan. No, no. so we thought we, we thought we thought of this. You came up with this idea, that you would have a medical dispensation card. It would be called a brown card. Like a, like, like a, a, a legal weed green card. Uh-huh. So, like, you just go in and you swipe it, and, like, all of the stuff is turned off. Yeah. And see, it would be abused. I, see, actually, what I think is better is um, I feel like all of that stuff is, like, I feel like what you need is it either needs to be, like, a... Um, I feel like you go in and like when you close the door, like a timer starts and you can see it. It's visible to you. And until you, that door is opened again, like all the way, the uh, stall, the timer does not turn off. Um, and when the timer reaches down to zero, um, you could have a variety of things. Honestly, it would be kind of fun. Um, the, all the, the best thing though, is clearly a glitter bomb (laughs) that just like dumps glitter on you. (laughs) So like nothing like terrible happens to you. You don't get injured, but everyone would know every, it's like public shaming. It's a scarlet letter that you stayed on the toilet for too long (laughs) without paying. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. Um, you could also have some just like uh like a like a waterfall just like a big bucket of water that could be fun what are some other fun what are some other fun things um what about just like a public pa announcement that went out to everyone in the bathroom and wherever you were at (laughs) to this is a public announcement 
Stall one has taken too long. Yeah. Give them a round of applause. And then it like then a camera turns on just like looking at the stall waiting for the door to open so that everyone will see your shame when you emerge. So it's do, all, mine do, is all about public shaming. It's not about violence. Do you know the famous uh, nude photo of Burt Reynolds? Where he's on the rug? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think I do. Uh, there is a restaurant in Milwaukee, and in the women's um, in the women's restroom, it's a solo one, right? It's a solo thing. They have that picture of Burt Reynolds up, and there is a little like door that's right over his crotch. <laughs> and when you lift it. A light and a siren going on outside of the thing so that everyone turns and looks and knows whoever just came out of there tried to see Burt Reynolds' penis. And that, to me, is hilarious. Because then you're like, oh, no. And then you wait. And the longer you wait, the worse it is. Well, it that only works if it's like a private bathroom, though. It is. Because then otherwise you could just hang out and wait for somebody else to go in and out. And then... <laughs> Then they're the one that gets the shame and ridicule. Yep. No, I it, see. I feel like a lot of society's issues could be solved with shame and ridicule. Mm-hmm. I.e., the glitter bomb. I.e., the the like PA shaming announcement. Um, your thoughts, staffs. So I did notice that the uh, when I was in Japan, a lot of public etiquette is based on shame. Um, and the, or, or at least societal expectation and the shame of not living up to that. And the reason um, I noticed that is because like everyone, even people who have a cashier at the, the Walgreens was like, had their makeup done perfectly. Like just always, everyone always looked the best, was dressed perfectly well. Ties were always done right. There was no like sloppy looking clothing at all. And I asked some friends about that and they're like, oh, yeah, like you would be fired if you came to work looking even a little disheveled because like if you're not here to look your best and like make the company look good, then they'll find someone else who will because clearly you don't care enough. Um, And so there's this idea of like if you don't care about things, then you don't deserve things. Um, Mm. And it's it's, it's just interesting. Well, you would never make any money off of your shame toilets in Japan. Well, no, but the, the toilets in Japan are already just wild and they cover your shame for you because when you're in the public bathroom stall doors go all the way to the bottom of the floor yeah they go like all the way to the floor all the way all the way to the ceiling and if you're going to make let's say a disturbance and and you don't want that to be an issue for everyone in the in the bathroom here there is a button that says privacy and it has a musical note on it and when you hit the button it goes and it plays music very loudly so that it covers up any of your shame noises that's so weird which is weird because you know when someone hits that button that like what they're doing it draws attention to it but also if they don't hit that button and then you can hear them you're like hey hit the button you're "You're shamed either way you know what would be weird though like uh, the solution that just came to mind is that you go into the bathroom and there's just loud music blaring in there at all times so no one can hear anything ever Mm -hmm. that would also prevent people from staying in the bathroom too long yeah yeah it would 
because they'd be like, I can't take any more of this. It's too loud. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been in some bathrooms that are, I'm like, why is this a thing? <laughs> um, like a, there's a few bathrooms I went to in a club um, and the club is very dark, right? Like it's, it's dark. It's hard to see in there. That's kind of the ambiance or whatever, but the bathroom was too. And that's not okay with me. I need my bathroom to be incredibly well lit. <laughs> yeah, I think I want to see what I'm doing. You want to see everything, including whatever potential like creepy person is in there with you. <laughs> yeah, like, or just you know, like having a bathroom be a dark, like poorly lit place seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Um, I am all for the like. I think that the the heavy metal music or like something like it needs to be really well lit, maybe too well lit. Like it's like blindingly well lit to where it's uncomfortable for your eyes with loud music playing. It's just fluorescent lights and there's mirrors on the ceiling and floor and walls. So you just, just stare at yourself. But they're turned up too loud so like or too high. So like they kind of make that weird humming noise that fluorescent mm -hmm. lights make. So it's just like everything about it is just like it's not unsafe. It's just like you don't want to be there. Yeah. Maybe instead of music playing, it's just like one high pitched note that just keeps going on and on forever. Like after like twenty seconds of that, I'm like, okay, well, time to wrap this up. Yeah, no, I can't for, take it anymore. <clears throat> for sure. The only problem with that is that then your hand hygiene might go down. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe um, if you pay five dollars, you can get the ringing to stop. <laughs> do you do you remember how in uh, China and then also in Cuba, um, the uh, U.S. embassies, people were getting violently ill. And they couldn't figure out why. And they ended up um, figuring out through several different ways that there was some kind of emitter that was emitting a low frequency noise oh. that was giving people headaches and nausea and I all these things. I vaguely remember that. And they were like, what the heck is this? And no one really knows for sure what it was. But it's supposed to be like just under the perceivable like sound waves, but really messes with their equilibrium and all these things. Just have that go on nonstop. So you just feel you're already Everything gonna just feel feels gross. Wrong. You just feel gross. Yeah, you're just like, oh, I need to get out of here. This is awful. <laughs> but okay, here's my question: like, if you if you made like going to the bathroom terrible, like, what place could actually do that where people wouldn't be like, like, I don't want to go to that restaurant. That's the restaurant that has the like the giant music or like the has the like low emitting sound that makes everyone sick when they go in there. Or like, no. like where do you like? It's is this like a specific place or is this all of society adopts it like to make going to the bathroom faster? This is this is for places where bathrooms are uh, less numerous than they should be. Mm -hmm. Um, and are really only for people who are desperate. So, like so concert venues, concert venues would be a good one. I'm thinking subway stations. Like no mm. one wants to use the public bathroom at a subway station. You do if you have to, and you don't have another choice. Mm -hmm. So similar, like to like the bathrooms that are at like Safeway, like yeah. they're not designed like target bathrooms. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a great, you, you know, you're, you're shopping takes a while do that. But for some reason, like Safeway bathrooms are not anything like target bathrooms i don't know why there's a huge difference but they're just not great and I half the know. time 
half the time they're like in the back. You have to go through like the employee loading dock section to get to them. And I'm like, why is that a thing? <laughs> You're like walking past the like um the uh the the items that they don't sell or can't sell. <laughs> There's like a suitcase full of like smashed cans that haven't broken their seal, <laughs> right. but like don't have labels on them anymore. And I'm like, where is that going to end up? <laughs> huh? I didn't know they made a Count Chocula just made of banana flakes and Miralax. Right? <laughs> what? what is this? What's happening? This is also a really weird combination. <laughs> but yeah. So, I don't know. Here's an odd, here's an odd uh, oatmeal with uh, the Quaker guy holding a gun for some reason. <laughs> Can't sell that. Is this all a foreign knockoff that got mixed in? Yeah, and you're right. like, what is this? Well, it's just like when you go to the store, like, I love how the store, like, every grocery store, like, chain has their own, like, real shameless, obvious ripoff of whatever nam- name brand cereal exists. Yeah. Where it's like instead of like Count Chocula, it's like vampire cereal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like where it looks exactly the same in yeah. every way, but it's just like in a generic like cartoon character with a slightly different name. And we've all although, just like accepted that that's okay. Like why can't we do that with everything? Although if if you've ever had that, having done side by side comparisons. You as did a, a side by side taste test? Yeah, well, but no, like, so for instance, we would get um, uh, Lucky Charms, right? Um, that was a pretty pretty normal one to have in my house. And then there's, like, the Aldi version of Lucky Charms in, like, those giant, like, bags. Yeah. Not, there's no cardboard on yeah, them. Yeah, when it's I was a, a kid, it was just a bag of cereal. Yeah. That's how you knew that you didn't have very much money when your parents went and bought a bag of cereal. Yeah, and so <laughs> we had af- that. Couldn't afford the, the, uh, the cardboard <laughs> for it to be stored in. Well, I, 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 I figured out what happened. The cardboard just ended up inside the cereal because oh. that's what it tastes like. It tastes like I had, I had Lucky Charms and I was like, oh, I finished. Oh, I have this stuff. Open that up. It tastes like somebody like cut Lucky Charms with sawdust to like make the product go farther. And like, we're like back a, to toilet paper. Level <laughs> and we're back to toilet paper. Yeah. It all comes full circle. It just makes zero sense. Hmm. It just now, like this, you know what this is reminding me is like generic knockoffs of like us as people, like that you could hire. <laughs> like you could hire like generic, like you could just be like, who's this? Like to send in your stead, like your proxy, <laughs> but it was just like acceptable. So like, you, like you had some work meeting you didn't want to go to, but you had to. But you'd send like proxy Dave, <laughs> and he'd show up, and he'd look kind of like you, but like obviously isn't you but he looks like he's trying to be you he's wearing your clothes <laughs> oh. and then they're like this proxy dave is just giving me weird vibes he's very much like dave but not there's something deeply unsettling about it honestly i've always wondered that about like twins like is there ever a time that like you just would say we can never tell anyone about this but you need to go and just like just nod take notes and be like uh-huh. no, absolutely that's that's not i'll, I'll take care of it tomorrow yeah. you know like i'll get to it like do you mind just... if i have this recorder on so i can remember all the things that i said yeah. and did 
You know, it'd be a fun thing to do for all of us as lifelong coworkers and friends to go around and share our names, just like our first names, and like one one way we know each other. What if the proxy Dave showed up and he was also eating the fake proxy cereal? Worse. What if he's better at the job than I am? Uh, and then they're like, unlikely. I don't. Uh, let's 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 schedule some important stuff when uh, we know Dave's gonna be busy. When See what pro- happens when proxy Dave's there? Yeah, and but like, he has to be called. This guy gets it. He has to be called Proxy, whatever the name is, <laughs> like Proxy Janice, mm-hmm. Proxy Dave. Like you have to call them that. If you don't, like you're violating the terms of the agreement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, would you sell your like services as a proxy to somebody? Uh, like it depends on what it is for. Like what kind of proxy that you would be? I would have a specialist. I, I would I would I would be good for funerals and kids parties. You I would be very good at, at uh, weddings. Yeah, where you just go and you don't do anything offensive, and you, you dance like you crazy. Just dance like none other. <laughs> you don't look anything like Grandpa Joe. I'm Proxy <laughs> Joe from the 1950s. Let's cut a rug. I'm wearing like weird Don't you have suits. a bad hip? Yes. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> but see, that opens you up to like sending a proxy of yourself from like back in time for some reason. Mm. But then Ooh. if the proxy was like really playing the character, then they'd have to like be amazed by all the new inventions. <laughs> Could you... Could you send... What's that cordless best... radio you've got to your ear there, son? <laughs> Could you send the best version of yourself to your most important moments in your life? <laughs> the best. Well, maybe what you'd almost have to have, like, a kaleidoscope of yourself. Like, to be like, you know who was, like, would have been really good at that? 42-year-old uh, Rick <laughs> would have been good at that. 65-year-old? Not so much. Uh 35 year old didn't know enough 42 that's the year send him we're not going to send 32 year old rick he's going through a morrissey phase and just just everything he kind of tied back to entropy which was kind of a weird word to use but he was super into it let's 45 was a a pretty good year let's go with the 45 he's crying a lot in the bathroom we had to start like turning off and on the lights and playing high-pitched music to get him out (laughs) You know all what right. this topic came from is that as a society, we all just collectively want to go cry in the bathroom. <laughs> They're like, all right, Jim, well, uh, you need to lead the uh, the company and merger team in a night out on the town. <laughs> and uh, this company, these guys, you know, they're overseas. They love karaoke and they party hard. So uh, you got to seal the deal. And he's like, you know what? I don't think this is a 63-year-old gym problem. I think this is a solution for 20-year-old gym problem. <laughs> 21. Like, 21. Tw- no, well, no, because if you see 65, 20, you could do anything back then. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 20-year-old gym problem had a whole lot of dancing and coke habits that are going to be great for karaoke. Oh. Just let me, let me grab him real quick. Oh, <laughs> my, like, oh my gosh. He's just singing all these old timey songs, but he's just like jazzed up all night long. He's really into it. He's playing some like really obscure like Blondie hmm. songs. He learned deep Korean cuts. in one night. <laughs> I don't get it. Deep cuts. We got the merger though. <laughs> Great job. 
Okay. Um, normally we would do a news story as a transition. <clears throat> However, because we're not saying the words news or transition. <laughs> <laughs> we are not going to do that because there is no good news stories to talk about. It no. seems like it would seem um, really terrible to even try to have a news story at a time like this that was humorous or uplifting. So we're just going to not, and we're just going to be uh, like <laughs> depressed about how how terrible everything is <laughs> instead. Um, so with that awkward transition, let's move on to something less awkward or just a different type of awkward maybe. Um, this is, so I have to give credit to somebody else. Um, one of my coworkers' sons, uh, Mason, asked me the other day, who would win, a semi-truck or a pterodactyl? Now, I feel like if it's a semi-truck, it has to be Optimus Prime. I was just going to say. In truck form. What's right? the point then? Yeah, like, why are they fighting? I'm assuming that, uh... It's a Jurassic Park type situation. Mm-hmm. Here's the scenario. A Jurassic Park type situation. The inevitable happens. They've bred a super pterodactyl. With lots of like genetic enhancements. Um, Optimus Prime shows up to help everybody. But the evil doctor. Because there's always an evil doctor in there. Always. Or at least a misguided one. But for this purpose, we'll say he's evil. Um, has blasted out like some sort of like crazy like ray that prevents Optimus Prime from transforming. So, who do you think would win? So essentially, it's Optimus Prime versus Rodan. Rodan being the giant pterodactyl from the Godzilla films. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I. I'm I'm thinking a pterodactyl would win, even because with, even with Optimus Prime smarts, yeah, even with he does have a sweet horn. I bet he's got <laughs> he's got air superiority, right? He but he can't is, eat the he can't eat the truck. No, but you don't have to eat it. You just have to destroy it. Doesn't the I guess that's true. But doesn't the doesn't the pterodactyl eventually have to land? I mean, yes. And if they do, couldn't you just run them down? But trucks can't climb trees. <laughs> well, no. That's prob- That's true, but they can although, run into them. He is made of, like, probably some pretty tough metal. I'm guessing yeah. his motor doesn't, like, run out of juice either. No, probably not. It's a space motor of some I sort. I don't even think... I bet Optimus Prime... I bet his engine doesn't even run on horsepower. We don't even know how powerful it is. And I don't know if there's any trees big enough to support Rodan. So it'd probably have to be standing on the ground. Rodan can fly, right? Like, Yeah. He, oh, yeah. And how? And I believe shoot laser beams. Although, let's not give him that power. Yeah, we just said pterodactyl. pterodactyl. <laughs> and we need to look this up, though, because I need to know how far a pterodactyl could fly. Can pterodactyls even fly? I don't even know. I mean, they, they must have been can. able to, to fly. Yeah. They can fly. Uh. Hmm, this is terrible radio <laughs> because I'm typing. <laughs> um, mm, pulling things back to apparently the topic. they could pl- uh, 
fly from birth. Well, okay then. Pulling things back to the topic at hand, do you know why you cannot hear a pterodactyl in the bathroom? Oh, uh, why? Because the P is silent. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. So many like loose ends you've just uh, wrapped up there. Oh yeah. Um, yeah I absolutely. feel like, geez, I feel like uh, the pterodactyl is running off of um, uh, instinct, but Optimus mm-hmm. Prime is cunning and clever Mm -hmm. and i feel like he would eventually wear out the pterodactyl and kill it like he'd run it down yeah i mean i guess it's kind of hard to tell it's i mean what does he have like does he have anything does he have anything in the back of the semi like what's in there (laughs) well it's optimus prime it's just optimus prime is it? Or does he have like children's or... letters to Santa in the back? <laughs> he could like power of friendship. Will... <laughs> well, no. Think about this. Like the pterodactyl's like bearing down on him from behind, and like you hear the all Optimus is getting nervous. He hears the and all of a sudden he opens the hatch, and the children's letters to Santa fly out, kind of like that uh, thing where a homing missile is coming for somebody, and, like scatter mm. shots, and like and blinds, flares. Yeah, like it, it blinds the pterodactyl. <laughs> And the pterodactyl's not able to like uh, to get to him, so he escapes into a cave. Maybe I don't know. Here's the other thing: Optimus Prime could like maybe he like has the semi trailer. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's more agile then. Mm-hmm. I feel like you don't. You haven't weighed in yet. I I just I just don't know how they would fight if he remains in truck form he'd have to hit him but they'd have to be on the ground <laughs> i feel like that's pretty much how about this an, an easy way to avoid <laughs> he because <laughs> see i'm really rooting for optimus prime in this situation oh i can tell i'm 100 in on optimus prime beating the pterodactyl how about this he waits him out until the pterodactyls landed in some sort of like giant tree or grove or mm-hmm. cliff or whatever he sneaks up to the top of it and just like literally sacrifices himself, drives off the cliff, <laughs> and then like uh, lands on top of the pterodactyl, crushing it to death. Your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's probably the only way that it would work. My, 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 my concern is, is that have you heard how loud a semi is even idling? Well, but you know, he could it's be not a, like a Prius silent be, under five miles. He could an be hour. a hybrid. You don't know that. <laughs> he's, a, he's a hybrid. He cares about the environment. Optimus prime. I could see being a hybrid cause he cares about the environment. I mean, he's trying to get that cube back that has all the energy in it. Mm-hmm. Right. The I all mean, spark. Yeah. The all spark. I mean, he seems like an environmentally conscious guy. He's trying to protect the humans. I feel like he's like robot Jesus. I mean, that, even that's kind of what he is. <laughs> what catchphrase do you think he would say as he drove off the cliff to his own death to kill the dude? Well, that's just prime. <laughs> yeah, there's only one way to do it. I gotta, I gotta drive off cliff. <laughs> Autobot roll out. And then you just drive mm-hmm. off the cliff. I like it. Uh, do you think his chances would improve if Jackie Chan was in the seat, in the jump seat? 
I do not. <laughs> why does it? Why do you hate Jackie Chan so? Much? I feel like I feel like he and the Sorting Hat are the things you add to the to the mix when things aren't wild. <laughs> I feel like any situation gets immediately better and more interesting if you just throw Jackie Chan in there. Jackie Chan is the LSD that you sprinkle on the joint because you're like, let's mix things even more weird up. <laughs> um, here's a question for you because this just sparked my mind. Uh, like, well, no, I totally agree. It makes everything better. Peter Pan versus vampires. I don't know. Peter Pan's probably going to lose. But what if Jackie Chan showed up? I don't know. Could He could help defeat some vampires. Are these the vampires that can fly or not the flying kind? Mm, we're going to go ahead and say they can fly, but only in bat form. Oh. Do they have superhuman speed like vampires do? Not in bat form. No, I know, but on the ground. Uh, I'm going to say they have like Captain America level speed. Okay. So like, faster than the average human, but. Yeah. Definitely stronger, too. Not as strong as Captain America. Can they glamour him? Oh, you mean like give him the like vampire eye? Yeah. And then be able to control him. Mm. Peter Pan? I don't think so. Peter Pan lives in a world of imagination. He's also a child, a very simple-minded child at that. <laughs> Is he that simple-minded? Maybe he's so simple that they couldn't control him. Uh, okay. This is like a whole... <laughs> wait, 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 Whoa. Wait, wait. He's so simple, they can't even... <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's too smart for them i don't think he is maybe he's too dumb for them I'm, i feel like you're rooting for peter pan here i don't like really have well like, we haven't even gotten to the darkness of peter pan i mean he does like i mean he's fighting adults like on a ship i'm sure he's killed some of them i don't feel like he's your typical child he's flying around terrorizing grown man an end justifies means Peter Pan. He, he cut off his hand and threw it to a crocodile. This Peter Pan is a psychopath. Yeah, I was always kind of worried about that because his his little knife is so small. How do you cut someone's hand off with that little knife? He must have really sharpened it a lot. Or like held him down and saw, which just gives you a whole different idea of him rather than like a, I flicked. Oh, your hand fell off. It's more like a hold still. Like well, either way, it's like. I mean, they don't really dwell on that in the movie, but I mean, he cut off his he cuts off a man's hand and throws it to a crocodile. That's one. He cut off his hand. That's pretty hardcore. Two, he is like vicious enough to be like, "Hey, I cut off your hand. Check this out. I'm throwing this to a crocodile." Like it's like insult to injury. So I feel like don't underestimate Peter Pan versus a group of vampires. I'm just saying. If they're only flying in bat form, I think it's much more evenly matched. Is his, He would have to get a, his little tiny dagger uh, with silver in it, though. Yeah, no, he'd have to learn how to stake them and, and learn all their weaknesses and things like that. <laughs> and he has the benefit of being able to go out in the day and in the night. Mm-hmm. He could hunt for their lair during the day. Oh, though, so here's the thing. There's different kinds of vampires, supposedly, although we all know there's only one kind, which is Dracula. Um, That's but right. still. Still in Transylvania. Still, there's this issue of do vampires sleep all during the day? As in, like, they're dead during the daytime. Once the sun comes up, they're dead. And then they reanimate at night. Or is it they just can be awake all day, but they just can't go out inside in the sun? Man, that would really suck if you had to, like, if you didn't need to sleep, but you were just awake. Like, let's say you're a vampire for real, like, in today's mm -hmm. day and age. And, like, you can never go out with your friends. 
It well, he's made night friends. Hang out with goths. I guess. It's just weird. Or just hang out with people who are traveling. I feel like... What if you hung out with only people who had jet lag? <laughs> They're just I... like, yeah, man, uh, I'm over here in Japan for freaking business, and I'm on New York time still, so what's open at 2 a.m.? And they're like, dude, the do I have the... The clubs of Tokyo. <laughs> right? Um, I'm going to go Peter Pan on that one, but we never really solved the... Uh, we got distracted. We never solved the Optimus Prime versus a pterodactyl. I think it's a push. You think it's a push? I think it probably is a push too, but my gut tells me that it's Optimus Prime all the way. 100%. <laughs> He's just so cunning. I mean, he can defeat Megatron. I feel like he could defeat a bird. <laughs> Technically a pterosaur, but yes. <laughs> Ooh, I like the idea of it co being called a pterosaur. Pterosaur, yes. No, pterosaur. As it is terrifying you. Isn't Starscream um, a pterodactyl in Beast Wars? Something like that. That sounds about right. But for some it's reason, Optimus like a... Prime was a gorilla. <laughs> Beast Wars was great. Well, one Beast of... Wars is fantastic. We it... have it on Blu-ray, by the way. It was incredible. I watched some of the episodes like in the last couple of years. Um, and I think the same guy's been doing the voice for like 40 years or something like that. Uh, for Starscream, yeah. No, no, for Optimus. Oh, I actually don't know who who plays Optimus. I can't remember his name. You'd have to look it up. Um, <clears throat> so what are we going? What's our official Rick and Daft's decision on Optimus Prime versus a pterodactyl? If Optimus Prime was stuck in, um, semi, -truck I would form. say push. Push. I would say push. Uh. I'm going to be reasonable and say that I agree. <laughs> Even though in my soul, I really don't want to agree. I know you don't. Um, however, I will disagree if you try and say that uh, Vampires versus Peter Pan is a push. Because I think Peter Pan is a really evil little kid. <laughs> I think I think Peter Pan has it by a nose. I think he would, I just think that... You think you would cut depends. off their noses? I just think it depends on like, no Nosferatu style, yeah. Oh, oh man! I just think I mean it depends on the the type of vampire you have, because for instance, thirty days a night, right? Thirty days of night, they can stay awake the entire time and go outside the whole entire time because it's in Alaska and there's no daytime. I was no gonna daytime. say probably in Alaska there's tons of vampires, right? Well, only during the winter. Yeah, then they because go to the Argentina summer, it's all day. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> You just do one really fast flight all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. But it depends on the kind of vampire. You'd have to stake out which, uh, like, airports oh, in Argentina. Bad pun. Bad pun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. That was an accident. <laughs> uh, by the way, I, like, there's some episode back, like, way back in time where we were talking about vampires. And uh, you said, you were like, I know all about vampires. You stake him through the heart. Must have been a vampire. He's dead. And then you were like, uh, most everything's dead if you stake it through the heart. I don't know who, who decided that that was the only way. That's the test. Yeah. They staked him through the heart and he's dead. Must have been a vampire. L literally like the Salem Witch Trials where they throw a woman in the, in the lake and if she floated she was a witch and you killed her and if she didn't and drown she must have been innocent <laughs> that's such a bizarre like reverse what? like psychology 
Like, it must have been them trying to trick people into being like, you're really, you're innocent, so you're going to drown, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, either way, we're getting rid of you, right, Mayadel? <laughs> yeah. Meredith. <laughs> right. Maybelline. <laughs> All names starting with M. Yeah. Okay. Well, are we done with this episode? I don't yeah, even know what not. happened. This episode was just crazy. It's off the rails. It's definitely off this the rails. This is what happens when you come back after a long way away. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was it was a good episode though. I'm quite um happy. I had a good time. Um a good time was had by all. Optimus Prime hopefully killed the pterodactyl. We don't know. Do we don't know. Do you think he could change his horn to admit like a high pitched screech that would uh deafen the pterodactyl, force it to land? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just thinking of how high pitched pterodactyl screams always are in did, movies and TV. Did you ever? Obviously, we don't know what they sound did like. Did you ever like, play Skyrim, the game? No. Okay, so like a Skyrim on that game, you there is a um, basically you're fighting a dragon at the end of it, and they're like you can force a dragon to land by doing this particular like call that like is so disturbing to him that he has to land because he cannot like physically stay in, in the air anymore and it turns out that what you're doing is remind is like um sh- like that cry makes him think about his own mortality <laughs> and like what if you could do something similar to the pterodactyl where you reminded of its own mortality as an existential crisis it lands and then you run it down with your semi Everybody dies. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Even you. And it'll be scary when it happens. <laughs> oh. Uh, do you think you'd live your life differently if some guy just literally came up and said that to you? Like in real earnesty? Like if he just like at the beginning of your day you walk out and this guy just shows up. He's he's paid to do this, but he does it in different new and upsetting ways every day. <laughs> Where he's like your own mortality is creeping up on you. Today could be the day. <laughs> he slaps you in the face. Carpe diem. <laughs> and runs off. You're, you're, you're pretty much describing my five years in hospice. I thought about my own mortality pretty much every hour I worked that job. So wait, are you saying we should bring hospice patients to every place in the world? I'm saying that if that. Optimus Prime was doing it for the benefit of hospice patients, maybe he'd have that extra push. I'm just saying. Do you think that it would be good for the rest of society? Like if like I like rented out my grandmother who was on hospice to like Microsoft and her hospital bed was just like in there and like they were I, like I think like, oh, I think it's God. <laughs> I think if people saw old people more and we didn't have like adult family homes or like like nursing homes that look like normal buildings on the outside and like shuttle them away, people would live their entire lives differently, mm. like completely differently. Because like once you're over 85, you're pretty much out of the public view. Um, you don't go to the store. You don't do regular things. If instead like our nursing homes were like – so similar to um, – um, Jim Gaffigan, he did a whole thing about how the, you know, why is it when orphanages are trying to get people to adopt kids? Like, where where's your local orphanage? Wouldn't you expect them to want you to know where it is? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you go past the orphanage, take a left. Like, <laughs> like, 
the reason why they have those, you can adopt this dog today on the morning news shows is because the dogs get adopted that way. Why don't we have orphans on the news shows in the morning saying, this is, you know, uh, Jim, he's only two. You could probably change his name if you wanted to. You wouldn't really care. It's a good home. Like something like that. Same thing goes with nursing homes. You want it to be like right in the center and not like some nondescript building. You'd want people to like interact with their old folks and take care of them and love them. But we don't. And I think we live our life differently because of that. Well, so you I am upset with you because you took this in like a serious place where I was just trying to make money off of selling old people to businesses to scare the employees into working harder. (laughs) so thanks for ruining that (laughs) was having a lot of fun until then (laughs) thanks for having a conscience (laughs) in 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 your example you would just have a uh starbucks and they go oh where's the cream and sugar oh just past that centurion on their last line (laughs) oh you have to walk past someone who's about to die and they're like did you want to have calf (laughs) <laughs> and you're like, oh man, yeah, the- are you working? You're not retired. <laughs> what or, is going on? Or like Microsoft just has like a, there's just like a, like they have their like hospice patient that just lives there, and then when they die, then there's another one that comes in, and they're just like literally in the center of like the cubicles is the hospice patient. <laughs> so you have to go past them to get to anything. That's where the but- printer and the copier are. <laughs> But if we had an idea of how fleeting life is, you wouldn't work in that cubicle. Like Microsoft would be like, ignore them. Just, just don't even look. And they'd be like, here you go. Man, I've been here for two years. You only got another 38 more, Jim. Well, I'm sure to all be worth it someday. I mean, hopefully. See you tomorrow. And you're like, oh, man, I got to like quit this job and take up wakeboarding or something. <laughs> That's true. Like the retired like ex employees from there, when they go to hospice, come back. <laughs> You're like, I don't think it was worth it. <laughs> I gave my life to this company. Now I'm gonna literally give my life for this company. Work I mean, harder. <laughs> I mean, that's that. That's the whole point of like the Rick and Morty. Um, that's the when reason he plays why they game. call it a deadline. <laughs> <laughs> when they played that game called Roy. Where he like, oh yeah, yeah. Wait, you beat cancer and then went back to the carpet store? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like that's exactly what that is. Is like, no, <laughs> this guy's off the grid. He's he take... has a security card for Roy. <laughs> this guy's off the grid with Roy. Yeah, I forgot about that. That whole episode is just like insane. <laughs> it's it's just, oh, I love it. That's the difference between you and me, Morty. I never go back to the carpet store. <laughs> he lived his entire life oh man uh well that that's a really dark place to end but i don't even know if we're still recording the podcast at this oh point. we're still I... recording <laughs> i recorded everything i'm gonna post the entirety of our conversations especially those hurtful things you said about <laughs> about your teeth and your <laughs> weird lazy eye <laughs> <laughs> I'd I'd comment on more of your body, but since we're on Skype, that's all I can see. <laughs> Rick's just splicing together like <laughs> random propaganda from World War II or something. Yeah, and then he said this, and it's just Churchill's voice. 
don't know why he did that dead on Churchill impression, but man. He told me if I came over, he would fight me on the land and on the sea. <laughs> I didn't understand why. He's crazy. <laughs> uh, that's obviously historical uh, audio of Winston nope. Churchill. <laughs> nope, that's Daft's. Can't you hear it? Clear as crystal. <laughs> I splice in some like, uh, and here's what I said in response, and it's like uh, <laughs> Aragorn from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop listening to this. <laughs> you should hear his Gandalf impression. It's dead on. It's like you're right there. He said I couldn't come into his house. <laughs> he told every person at that graduation ceremony they wouldn't pass. Dreams were open. <laughs> You know what I find funny about that? It's not that, like, I don't think anybody would believe it. What's funny to me is that them thinking that I think that they would believe it. If that makes any sense at all. Like, they think that I'm stupid enough to think that they would believe what I'm saying. I mean, that's, that is kind of a defense in and of itself. Is if you do something that's so dumb, there's no way it would actually work, then did you really even attempt it? Because, like, you might have tried to attempt it, but it obviously wasn't going to work. So we're not going to charge you with it, right? Like, like, you can't, like, walk in and then, like, try to rob a place with, like, a shoestring. Yeah, and they're like, that's not a deadly weapon. They're like, no, man. Stand I was, back. I was going to kill everyone. And they're like, I feel like this is a, we give him a verbal warning and send him home, right? Or he, like, goes, like, he goes and gets a psyche valve. Yeah. <clears throat> definitely going to keep track of where he goes, but like, eh, Stand back. <laughs> this one's loaded. It's got two twists in it. <laughs> Uh, officer, he's trying to buy a gun, as is his right as an American. <laughs> when, you shoot, when you shoot somebody, then we'll do something about it. Because <laughs> that's how the system works. I got to tell you some hilarious jokes after we stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. All right. Well, we should probably wrap it up anyways. Um, I don't know what I'm going to edit out of this. We'll find out. Horrible video. But uh, I'm Rick. I'm Devs. And uh, stay safe, people. Mm -hmm.